Hello, happiness seekers. Welcome to the Happiness Challenge podcast. I'm Claudia Mitura, and I'm on a mission to explore the best happiness habits that science has to offer. Like so many others, the pandemic cut me off from my family and work, so I decided to use my training as a psychologist to discover what science can tell us about the art of happiness. What I found set me on a path to joy, and now I'm ready to share my journey with you. Each month, I'm publishing three linked episodes where I'm speaking to a leading expert, putting their tips to the test and sharing my findings and feelings. From mindfulness to exercise and random acts of kindness, I'll be shining a light on the simple happiness habits that can bring more joy to our lives. So join me as I embark on my challenge and together we can become more successful, resilient and happy. Hello, happiness seekers. Welcome to this month's happiness challenge, where I'll be exploring how to build your confidence. Helping me with this topic is confidence coach Ashley Freiter, who specializes in supporting introverted women to find their quiet power. Ashley is going to introduce us to the concept of confidence and free from burnout mindset. So let's practice together how to build our confidence to get the happiness we are after without sacrificing our well-being. Welcome, Ashley. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you, Ashley. And we are speaking about a very broad topic, confidence, but also a very popular, I would say, common one. And also one that I personally feel is often misunderstood because sometimes when I look around, I see confidence being portrayed as something that if we are confident, especially as women, we are also competitive and we are reaching goals no matter what the price is and we are maybe gaining an advantage over others. But what is confidence? Well, I believe that Confidence is quite complex, (laughs) quite vague. It's an emotion, ultimately. So I always come from a perspective of the emotions first. And because it's very easy for one to assume they want to be as confident as someone else. And they usually compare themselves based on what someone else is doing and how well they're doing. And really the perception that that person has and how people respond to them. So really when it comes to confidence, it's all about how you want to feel. And people that are confident on the outside doesn't necessarily mean they feel confident in the inside. There's so many people that maybe you see, even like Oprah or really big celebrities that you assume are super, super confident. But sometimes when you actually hear their interviews, they're really more nervous before they go speaking on a stage or they're doubting themselves constantly before they are presenting a new idea. So really confidence is about how you're feeling. And it's also coupled with a skill because the thing that people are, I suppose, voting their confidence on when they see someone is based on how well they're doing that particular skill and not necessarily how quote unquote confident they are feeling so really confidence comes down to how you think about yourself how you feel about yourself and then your 
capacity to do. So how capable you are to be able to do something. And even if you're not that capable, quote unquote, you can learn the skill. It's a skill to be able to perform, to get better. And naturally, you're going to build that evidence to feel a lot more confident by doing, which therefore also feeds how you think and how you feel about yourself. Very interesting. So that aspect of feeling, but also that aspect of doing and that impact. And as you're saying, they very much linked in day-to-day life. I might not be feeling very confident, even though I'm very capable and maybe I'm not receiving the impact I'm after or vice versa. I might be feeling so anxious and so stressed and absolutely not confident, but I am still jumping into a new situation or unknown because I believe that I can manage it and I'm going for that action and that impact. Really interesting. I really like the fact that you are distinguishing those different aspects. How confidence, therefore, in relation to that feeling and in relation to that impact, how does it relate to our day-to-day happiness? Well, I think you have to define what happiness is to you first, because what's happiness to me or what's joyful or satisfying to me is sitting down and getting a cup of tea and just watching TV. That feels like pure bliss and joy to me. (laughs) Whether or not I need to feel confident in doing that, then I don't know. You know what I mean? So it's really defining on a bigger, you know, in a bigger scale, identifying what happiness first means to them to then know, okay, so if happiness is you being able to go for a walk every morning without the pressure of having to get back to a job or having to answer to anybody, then you know you have to create strategies in order for you to be able to create that. So that could be the skill of saying no. Because maybe there's someone that demands your time way before you've even had time to yourself, which therefore doesn't allow you to grant that morning walk. So it's learning how to say no to be like, well, I can't do this right now because I have this protected time for myself. And then that therefore means you have to build the confidence in one, feeling the discomfort of disappointing someone and two, then building the skill of actually saying no to something and saying yes to yourself. So in the relation to happiness and confidence, I think, you know, you got to know what your happiness is and therefore what strategy you want to implement to be able to create that. And then you're just reverse engineering it really. And then seeing what skill you need and therefore what emotion you have to feel first to be able to build that skill. And great example there in terms of setting boundaries, because when I think about confidence, it's maybe not necessarily the first skill that would come into play, but it's so important without setting boundaries, without understanding what we want and therefore protecting time for doing it or taking a first steps into going into the unknown or learning a new skill to be able to do something. We need that level of confidence. But you're right, without understanding what happiness is for us, it's really difficult. And is it definitely our happiness or are we going after happiness of other people and their definitions? I mean, very, very complex, but confidence ultimately help us to set those boundaries and go after the happiness we are after. 
if I want to improve my confidence in terms of my feeling, in terms of that action and impact, what do I need to do? Where do I even start? Especially as we already said, the topic is so complex. What can I be doing on a daily basis to really help me to be gaining that confidence and building it? I think you have to, one, have a lot of awareness. So that, for me, years and years and years ago, I was very shy. I was very shy. I was very much an introvert. I am still an introvert, but I have learned skills, you know, to be able to (laughs) not be as shy amongst people and doing things and putting myself out there. But I think when it comes to building confidence on a daily basis, you have to become a lot more aware of how you feel. Again, it all comes down to the feelings. That is where I always start. So it's all about how do I draw awareness to how I'm feeling in the morning, for example. Like when I first get up, what are the core emotions that kind of come up immediately? It could be anxiety. It could be a lot of doubt. It could be disappointment or whatever it may be from the day before or whatever that is. But you just have to know how you're feeling because again, confidence is a feeling. So if you're not paying attention to how you're feeling on a daily basis, how do you know what confidence actually feels like to you in your body, in your mind, the thoughts you have that generate the emotions in your body? How are you aware of that if you're not just paying attention on a daily basis for a week? Just literally write down emotions that you wake up with and you just note them down. You don't have to have to think about them. You don't have to judge them. You don't have to change them. But it's just at least paying attention to, well, the first five minutes of when I wake up, how am I feeling? And you just write down that and then get on with your day. And you see over a week period, what are your common things that keep coming up? Because that's going to be the thing that's stopping you feeling confident. Wow, amazing. And very practical because as you say, like (laughs) very simple, very practical, but thinking about what are the specific themes appearing in my life? What are the specific patterns? So first of all, awareness. Okay. I... I'm doing it, I'm recording it, I'm seeing, let's say, that the main aspect maybe is that self-doubt or it's maybe anxiety. What's next? What can I do differently? So once you say for your first, you know, five days or seven days that you record, just journal your thoughts for a week, then you need to have a look at them, like you said. So you said, if it's self-doubt that kind of keeps coming up, you then have to think, what is causing me to feel that self-doubt what has happened the day before especially if you do it in the morning the chances are you are feeling your thoughts from the day before so there's something about the day before that you potentially are feeling quite critical towards yourself about so it's about trying to kind of track back if you can and you continue doing it anyway so then once you know like okay this seems to be a running story that I keep coming up with or I keep doing the same thing that's causing me to feel this level of doubt you can then start thinking okay where do I want to be what would waking up feeling confident look like so you know is that you waking up with a smile on your face? (laughs) Like, I don't know how many people do, but babies do, and we can take a lot from them. Or would it be waking up and just praying for the first two minutes? Or is it just having gratitude as soon as you wake up? And, you know, whatever that version of yourself, you've got to kind of visualize, visualize what that version is, how that person's thinking, how are they feeling? And, what do they do? Those three things. And then 
once you have that version of yourself, you then implement that. So if it is you waking up and the first thing you do is not pick up your phone and you are just saying three things that you're grateful for, that in yourself creates a level of confidence because you're building a skill first and foremost. And then you're also creating emotions intentionally. You're not allowing your brain to just dish out old thoughts and stories from yesterday. You're actually being more intentional, being like, no, I'm choosing to think this thought because I know it's going to create this feeling and being very intentional every single day. And then you can record after a week of doing that. How do you feel? Do you feel that version of yourself that you've envisioned? Do you feel that lightness? Do you feel that calmness? Do you feel that groundedness, that confidence? Or maybe not. It's really an experiment in all honesty. But the chances are you're going to feel a lot better than you just leaving your brain to just get on with it and make you feel full of self-doubt as soon as you open your eyes in the morning. Great. So we have three very practical steps here in terms of awareness, understanding what causing us to feel certain emotions, and then thinking, okay, but how do I want to feel? The choice is mine. I love the fact you said, my mind is dishing me out something. Absolutely. And actually, we can choose how we feel. And also, taking that vague idea of, I want to feel confident, but what does that mean to you? Is it mean that you are energetic? Is it mean that you are speaking with authority and clarity? Does it mean that you're very grateful and considerate about other people? What does confidence actually mean to you in terms of your body? And then acting like that, it's almost like acting if I'm already confident, how that would look like what other choices I would make, how would I feel differently, what would happen and change for me. Love it. And just repeating it then creates that habit that we are making a choice and moving towards that confidence. Okay, but let's say, and I think we often have it in life, we are in front of a difficult situation, challenging situation. And, you know, we're going in that situation and we feel my confidence is going down. Okay. I feel unsure. What can we do not to let our anxiety to destroy our confidence in the situations which are so highly impactful, you know, public speaking, negotiating a promotion, speaking up about something important to us? How can we not let anxiety and again, our brain to be dishing up all the old patterns and behaviors? I think when it comes to really important things, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be able to get it right. And I think that's probably like the first step of just like not understanding what the goal is, what the impact is for yourself and for the other person, especially if you can pre-plan it. Obviously, if something just comes up out of the blue (laughs) and you're taken by surprise and all those things you can't necessarily pre-plan so far ahead of course however you can anchor yourself again in that confident version of yourself you can follow that through into everything you're doing so when it comes to you know an up-and-coming promotional conversation at work or you do have a presentation to give it's about understanding what does that confident version of me behave like, think like, feel like, attach to that circumstance. So knowing that regardless to what you're presented with, the person you are doesn't actually change. 
And therefore your anxiety is less about you and how you're performing. And it's more about just how you are being in that version of yourself. And then the rest of it just takes care of itself, i.e. anyone else's opinion and thoughts. (laughs) They're none of your business afterwards, right? Because you've just done the best you can in that version of yourself that you can, but you've already planned and almost embodied that person beforehand And then you demonstrate that person, that version of yourself in that situation. And so the end result is you were the best version of yourself that you could be rather than I got it right. They said this, their opinions are this. It's not about the external. It's just about the being of you, of your confident version of yourself. And I think that's the best way to really attack or approach any situation when it comes to confidence, because you're always therefore in control. And you're not allowing the externals to control how you're feeling. Right. So we're not relying, as you're saying, on that external inputs. We're very much thinking, okay, am I acting in line with the confident me? And that's enough. And that's being very kind to ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. As you said, otherwise it's so much pressure. It is. It honestly is. And you then start to become someone else that you're not, you know, and then you allow you know, yourself to compare and all these other things. And then the anxiety, because anxiety is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's about how you use it. And even if you are acting in that confident version of yourself, you're still human. So you're still going to feel a level of nerves or, you know, what ifs. But if you keep just pulling yourself back to be like, well, no, this is how, you know, that person feels. And, even if you were to run those scenarios as well as that version of yourself, that confident version, even when she's nervous, how does she behave? What does she tell herself? How does she feel? Like, you know what I mean? Does she allow it to feel that in her body? She feels a nervousness, but it's okay. Or is she telling herself there's something wrong? So it's about really just embodying that person generally across the board. And I just don't think you can go wrong. I'll be honest. And very powerful, isn't it? Very powerful that we can therefore relax and concentrate on the task at hand, ultimately, whatever it is, rather than be worrying about what other people are thinking and rather than spending the very valuable energy we have on that inner monologue, we're saying, I'm the confident myself and this is how I'm going to act. Brilliant. Ashley, earlier you mentioned about boundaries, setting boundaries, and I think that is very important when it comes to that confidence as well, because it's about creating a space of looking for and creating happiness that we are after. How confidence can actually help us with burnout and maybe struggling with our well-being? I think with burnout, what I have been learning so much with myself and other people is that burnout is an absence of paying attention to how you feel. And so confidence is very much paying attention to how you feel. (laughs) So it's almost like the opposite. It's like the solution for burnout is almost confidence. But really, the solution for both is paying attention to how you feel. So with burnout, a lot of times people are on autopilot. They just keep going and going and going. And they may be aware consciously, like, I'm not feeling full of energy, but they still keep going because there's something else that's overriding it. But really, it's the fact that they're not actually taking the time to pause, to really question 
why am I feeling so tired? Why do I not have as much energy? Or even why do I feel the need to push past the fact that empty feeling? It's just questioning the behaviors. And therefore, when you question the behaviors, you then somehow get back to how you're feeling. Are you feeling, you know, inadequate, which is the reason why you're doing the extra to be able to look like you're doing more for whatever those reasons are? Are you feeling really anxious? And in order to override your anxiousness, you're doing so much to be able to not feel that anxiety for whatever that reason is. So either way, it's an absence of paying attention to your feelings. So with confidence now, it's about paying attention to your feelings and generating that emotion on purpose so being more intentional with how you want to feel therefore how you want to do and burnout averagely comes in the doing part and people don't pay attention to the feeling part so if you're building confidence and you're doing it in the way that we're talking you're paying attention to both you're paying attention to how you feel because you're doing it on purpose and therefore you are being more intentional with what you do which will reduce the impact and the chances of you really burning out. So in that relationship of confidence and burnout, what is free from burnout mindset? So that we are not getting to that edge when we then falling off from that cliff, burned out, but we stopping earlier and we are aware what is happening. How can we introduce that free from burnout mindset? So I think it really is similar to what we said in regards to like having that awareness piece. So really just, if we can do anything, it's just to be aware, like to just on a daily basis, try to be a little bit more aware of how you're feeling. Like I said, even if it's a five minute thing in the morning and you just write down how you're feeling, like the awareness is the first step because anything after that is just kind of like a strategy. But if you don't have the awareness and the strategy doesn't really make a difference. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Ashley. I mean, you've really broken down the very vague topic of confidence into really practical steps for us, where listeners can find out more about you and your work. Yeah. So if you head over to my podcast called the Free From Burnout podcast, and yeah, I do a lot of my talking and concepts and breaking things down a lot more over there. And I'm really having fun on my podcast right now. So yeah, come and join me. (laughs) Brilliant. Thank you. And final question, because this is a podcast about happiness. What makes you happy? We heard in the beginning around the cup of tea and watching telly, but is there anything else to add to your happiness? I would just say connection really makes me happy like connecting with new people connecting with friends and family and just great human beings like having really meaningful conversations genuinely brings me joy so connection and meaningful conversations is really what makes me really happy Brilliant. Oh, and I hope that I added to your happiness today a little bit then, because we have definitely had very interesting conversation. And you're right, like, I love spending time with people who are so inspiring, like yourself, because I can then see, well, I want to do that. You know, I want that piece of confidence. How do they doing it? And that's what's very exciting. And that's how we can learn through that meaningful connections. Brilliant, Ashley. Thank you so much again for sharing. Thank you so much, my dear listeners, for listening to us and I see you in the next episode when I'll be summarizing what am I going to try out when it comes to confidence. See you then. 